Hey people, welcome to the Lifestyle Pod. My name is Ayomedia Jai and you can call me AJ. Jane by name, I'm the coolest of fun to be with baby girl you ever listen. You are listening to the Lifestyle Pod. Here's a podcast where we talk about money, life and growth without the regular jargon and boring principles. You just get to learn from people you can relate with and have a good time while learning. Yep, yep, with shows like Savings for Current, Money Couch and Creative Spotlight, we're unpacking everything you need to know about making Mola and keeping it real. So join us on your faves on the Lifestyle Pod. You never can tell who we'll be hosting on the next episode. The Lifestyle Pod is brought to you by Fun Pod. Hello everyone, welcome to the Lifestyle Pod and it's another day, another time in the studio with some amazing guests. I have two amazing guests with me in the studio. I have with me on my left, I have Aris. Aris, kindly introduce yourself, let everyone know who you are and what you do. Hello everyone, uh, my name is Aris Uburi. Aris is also the name of Aries, well, it's also the name of the Greek god of all, but that's acceptable. It's acceptable. I'm, I'm a um, software engineer. So. All right, so, <laughs> so on my on my right, I have um, Obaso. Obaso, kindly introduce yourself and let the, everyone know who Obaso is. Yeah, uh, hi everyone. First time on the podcast. Um, my name is Obaso Taiwood. I Obaso. Prefer to be called Obaso. OBSEN, not Obasan John, not Obasan. <laughs> right? Yeah. I think I've done a lot about my name. So, uh, what I do, I currently lead the team at Fondo. Um, I'm the CEO at Fondo. I'm a fun guy. If, if, <laughs> if that's something I need to yeah. say, uh, you know, yeah. you never can tell he's listening. All right. right. Okay, so um, today we have an amazing topic to, like, was to rob minds and talk about. So, we are talking about. Let's talk about dollars with Obaso and Ares. So I have so many questions. I have so many things to learn on this session. So I would need you guys to join me, listen, and learn from this. So I'll be going with the first question, and I'll be asking Obaso. Um, anytime you think about dollars, what comes to your mind, Obaso? All right. So... Um as many people that know me would have expected, I will, as much as possible, not make this academic, <laughs> <laughs> right? But um, interesting enough, my final year project as an undergrad was about dollarization and exchange volatility in sub-Saharan Africa, right? And in a way, that's, I, I can say that is like what has shaped my knowledge about talking about dollars, talking about uh, dollarization and all. So the first thing that comes to mind when you, when you hear dollars is that's like the ultimate currency, right? The, yeah. the powerful one. And living in, say, an emerging market, dollar is like the, the lord, mm-hmm. right? The the ultimate, the utter finisher of your financial journey, right? So because you always have, is is a right, right risk. Your currency is running after dollars. Yeah. You as a person, because the country is quite um, import dependent, right? And you have to largely live middle income and HNIs they literally live their life like on US dollars. So dollar is dollar is the guy everybody's sort of like looking up to looking be up to. to be their friend. Okay, so what about your RS? 
<laughs> okay, honestly, what I think when when I think about dollars, what comes to my mind is plenty money. Like that's just <laughs> that's just like that's just like the first thing because um, usually when you look at maybe some jobs that we do here, and then you look at the same jobs in America, yeah, and then you realize that someone who is doing maybe the same thing as you is, is any like times hundred what you're earning. You know that kind of thing. So yeah. You think about you think about like plenty money. You think mm. about like stability. You think about some some level of safety because you know people who hold dollars like to some extent, even if it depreciates over time, it's like for the most part, five dollars will be five dollars. That yes. is, maybe, even if it's for like maybe two or three years, yes. it will still be five dollars. Exactly. Like, but Nigeria is the kind of place where just last year <laughs> bread I was buying for two fifty is now like six hundred naira. You know, it's confusing yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, True. Yeah, when that's I think true. about dollars, I just think about plenty money and like stability. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so speaking of currency in Nigeria, it's no news that the m- most spent currency is naira. Do you think naira stand the chance to beat dollars in few in a few years to come? Iris and Obraso, I need you guys to answer. Let, let Iris start. <laughs> <laughs> Iris already say ha. Ah. Okay, so. <laughs> Nigeria, my country, not to be. I'm not. I'm not pessimistic. Up Nigeria, all of that. As as far as like people, the, the resources of the people, we are we are one of the best in the world. So let me yeah. just put that out there first. Yeah. Good right. people, good country. <laughs> good people, the good country part. I'm not sure. <laughs> but as far as the naira is honestly, and it's not like I'm an expert in the field to be honest. But just from what I can see at, at this rate, I I honestly. I, I, I'm I'm very pessimistic. If I, I won't lie to you, like that's just I, I don't think so. It, it's going to take. I think a lot of damage. Has so been I'm already done. looking at Obaso. Let me just <laughs> ask Obaso. Let Obaso just shed more light. All right. So um, just like I said earlier, this is not going to be academic. So we we'll just like sort of relate this to what we do every day, right? And in a way, if you if you are comparing currencies, right, there's something called purchasing power parity. Uh, which measures somewhat like not to be quite academic it's just more of uh, okay let me take it back from where I started which was more or less like stability of currencies right Um, in the US maybe you want to do an estimate you likely do inflation of 2% right Mm. which means if you have a $100 today it's most likely in, in in another year it's like $98 right In so it would take more more than Say um, fifty years for do- for hundred dollars to the value yeah. to get to zero, right? But here in Nigeria <laughs> we have double double digit currency, yeah. so double digit inflation. So of- oftentimes, right, if you have hundred dollars, it will take less than ten years for it to turn to zero. Mm. So, uh, in a way, what what is largely happening? It's more or less like a demand and supply thing, and in economics, that's like what you hear the most demand yeah. and supply. It is more or less like how are people currently demanding for this thing in in local currency um, economy? I mentioned something on dollarization. Now, dollarization simply means how much uh, demand of dollars is is happening within the local economy. How are people spending US dollars, right? How are people spending other currencies other than their own currency? Yeah. And in a way, that is one of the biggest in CBN, the central bank, um, the apex bank is trying as much as possible to reduce. Because you will see countries where, um, because the more there's pressure for foreign foreign currency to be spent within the economy, right? The more the pressure for supply for that currency. Oh, so at every point yeah. in time, you want to stabilize, say, 
uh, stay a currency, you have to ensure that you have enough supply to cover for the demand, mm. right? So what what you see is because Nigeria is um, a an import dependent country, yeah. where most of the things that we consume, I, I mean, for me, do and um, high income um, earners, and um, there's a reason I'm excusing out like low income earners because there's this entire wrong perception out there that oh, if dollar should rise now, it's affecting virtual everyone. Not necessarily, mm -hmm. right? There are some things that are not necessarily highly dependent on say dollars. Okay. So it's quite hard for you to now want to say this guy that I'm benchmarking on that there's not enough supply and the supply side to dollars. Right, there's remittance, which is more or less like there are people earning dollars trying to send it back to Naira to mm -hmm. Nigeria, right? Yeah. The, those are like the good citizens of Nigeria. In <laughs> fact, they they are proven to be more, more much more patriotic than people living in Nigeria, right? And um, so there's that side. Then there's the other bit, which is more or less like the royalties we earn when we more or less like um, when we sell crude oil. That's like the most popular one that people yeah. know. And people say that, oh, there's enough dollars with CBN and all of that and, and this. But in recent times, oil has crashed, um, prices is dwindling, remittances is not coming as such. So that means the um, or they are coming and not necessarily going through the official route. And one of the reasons the entire BDC thing and all, so that CBM will be able to, all dollars coming will go through their, their appropriate channel yeah. and they'll be able to match the supply to the demand, right? So if an economy do not, um, okay, let me flip it back. Over 50% of the Nigerian economy sector is somewhat dependent on like crude oil one way or the other. Yeah. So that means whatever happens to crude oil in terms of income and um, and and inflow and outflow, right? Affects virtually every other thing. Construction, service, a, a lot of things. They are yeah. banked on crude oil, okay. right? In, in Nigeria, benchmark to crude oil. So th that means that if we do not make enough money and not so much remittances come in and we are still depending on foreign, uh, foreign, um, foreign goods as much as possible, right? We, Naira does not have like it doesn't have any fair chance to, to beat the dollar in the next decade, right? So it's just, it's, it's going to be a rat race, right? We, we keep chasing. Um, not that there are, there are no systemic things that we yeah. can do, but as of now, looking at all those things I've said, we just keep chasing. It's a rat race. Okay, so the, the, the I think the third question I'm about to ask is based on what you just um, gave insight on. Um, I have realized that each time our Nigerian currency devalues, Everyone talk about its effects on the economy. Obasa, can you describe how dollars as the safest and the reliable currency for people who are too scared to take risks, like savings and investments? All right. So um, there are two different things, right? Okay. Naira depreciating and devaluation of devaluation. currency. There are two different things, right? Okay. So one is slightly. Um, I would say one is intentional. Oh, so okay. uh, there are systemic devaluation. Like there was a time when CBN was like, bring in for remittance, bring in all your dollars. Don't worry, I'll give you the current exchange plus five. Okay. So that means if exchange was three forty, and you are saying if you bring me remittances, as at that point in time, you've intentionally devalued the price of naira to dollars because you are giving them extra five naira per yeah. US dollars, yeah. right? So that's one is devaluation. Devaluation. Uh, for depreciation, it's more or less like. Um, the invisible ones, right? Okay. So you see 
demand and supply sort of playing out um, and all. So what happens is when when all of these things are happening and you sort of you are in a, a partially dollarized economy. So highly dollarized economy are more or less like you have the likes of Zimbabwe, most of these southern Afri- African countries, right? Okay. They are quite dollarized. At some point, they had to Zimbabwe had to like cancel out their their local currency and they started spending US dollars, dollars. right? They are they are hundred percent dollarized countries across the globe. Some for good, some for bad, right? But in this case of Nigeria, that we are partially dollarized and the dollar is going. We need those dollars for more or less like things that middle income and high income people, right? They spend, and these guys are like the crux of the the the, the productive side of the economy, yeah. right? So that means that whenever there is a devaluation, there is a cost in, implication for manufacturers mm. because most of their raw, raw raw materials are imported, right? Yeah. Now, whenever it is dollarized again, there is a there is a reduction in value. Right to middle income and high income guys because they they want to go on vacation they'll spend US dollars yeah. right they want to send their kids to school somewhere else virtually every every youth wants to more or less like get their MBA from Stanford from yeah. from Harvard and all of that so there, there are a lot of things that they are doing using US dollars so whenever it happens it is first the middle income then you now see the the the, the ripple effect on say the middle the low income guys. So, as a person, um, I would not advise that you speculate against that because it is unethical and illegal yeah. for you to speculate against your local currency. But what I would um, advise that we, as much as possible, do would be um, for people that maybe they don't want to invest or they don't want to save. Yeah. You can as well just keep um, your a few of your money, right? So I would say, if not, say five percent of what you earn, keep it in a domiciliary account, right? So that. At some point in time when you want to satisfy, say, these foreign demands, right, yeah. or these things that you need, you can easily just pick up the dollars mm. and, and just do that. So it's not that risky, right, because there is a bit of stability in, in, in um, dollars, in value of dollars, so you can still just keep it there. $100 yesterday is largely $100 like in, in six months down, down, down the line. All right. Thank you very much, Obaso. Okay, still on savings in dollar, how is Fondo playing a role in helping members preserve the value of their money? So I'll ask you, Obaso. Um, has spoken too much, so let me just <laughs> ask Aris. So still on savings in, in dollars, how is Fondo playing a role in helping members preserve the value of their money? Okay, so the first thing is that I think largely in Nigeria, for a lot of people having exposure to like foreign currency is not the easiest thing yeah right so especially with like certain bands and like certain things that yeah. have gone where people have tried to maybe innovate their way out of things it's not the easiest thing to say you want to you have to first move your money here to this and then convert to this and then like this like this, like this. It's, it's, it's relatively complicated and then a good number of people most people don't have the opportunity or like the avenue to do all those things. Mm. So I think with with um, Fondal's um, approach to it, especially because Fondal in itself is like a digital bank, yeah. right? It, it has like that component to it. So they made, I think they made it in such a way that you don't have to, like it removes all the 
roadblocks that you would originally have like for example having to move it here and then convert this and when you want to get it back you have to convert it to this and then move it back it's just like this very direct thing where you're like okay I want to I want to save my money in dollars and just even more than like moving your money to dollars they're also giving you interest on this money in dollars as well right so it's like I I think it, it just simplifies the entire process where you as a person you don't have to stress yourself too much about it you can do this thing and then it will pay you like down the line. Okay, so I will also ask Obasa to like give more light on this. Also. Yeah, um, thank, thank you very much. Uh, I, I, IS has sort of like said it all, but I, I, I would just want to add this. So, so one of the reasons we have this, um, just like I said, it's more or less like to give people that stability, right? So you are planning for things that you most likely spend as like dollar implication, right? Uh, or as foreign currency exposure, mm-hmm. right? You don't necessarily have to plan for that thing in Naira. You can also plan for them in US dollars. Mm-hmm. And you don't necessarily have to have dollars from the one. So all you just need to do is have Naira, right? Everybody has Naira. Mm-hmm. Then come on Fondo, give you access to investments, right? Savings plans um, that will help you save that Naira in US dollars. So you convert it, you save you save, you, um, you save it towards your goal. Mm-hmm. So what, what we do at the end of the day is once this money is saved, we invest this money in, uh, in um, dollarized investments, right? So dollarized investments um, like like euro bonds and all. So once we invest this money, we get uh, we get a certain percentage, right, yeah. on, on this. And in a way, what, what we have tried as much as possible to do is to give you like um, like the biggest chunk, right? So let's say we get um, X percentage, say, for instance, 10%, for instance, and what, what we try to do is to mark up, like, a, a bit of that, right, as to cover our own cost and all, then we will just give you back the rest of the money. So you don't have to bother about, um, I need to change, so you are killing two stones with one bird, oh, uh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> two birds with one, one stone, stone, right? So uh, you don't have to worry about I need a dumb account for me to do things. You don't have to worry about yeah I need to invest in dollars, right? Yeah. So from the spot by creating like the fund or um, US dollar savings, you you'll be able to convert your naira to US dollars, and that money will be invested for you, and you get returns on it. And another interesting thing is for investment in foreign currency, you get to you get two gains, right? Yeah. Or you get two. There are two. Uh, compartments to to, yeah. to it. So the first one is called capital gain. Okay. Now, let's say as at the point you are trying to convert your naira to US dollars, you naira to dollar was. Let me give you an instance. Last week naira to dollar was around five o five thereabouts, right? And you by that time point in time you were just oh let me let me keep saving towards this thing, right? And now you have ten k ten k. 10,000 10, naira to be converted. Let's say dollar is 500 naira, so we can easily yeah. do the calculation. That means you have like $200, right? Yeah. Now, at that point in time, you still have $200 in your, uh, in your, in your yes. savings. But let's say you now want to use that money in naira. When dollars is now 525, if you are exchanging it back, without you even investing the money, You've gotten about four thousand naira. That's true. Extra on that ten thousand naira. Is that well, actually it should be hundred thousand? That's hundred thousand naira would be two hundred dollars. Yes. So you've got like um, around a hundred and four thousand 
without even like investing it. Let's now say that investment is yielding say 10% per annum or 12% per annum, which means for that's for a month, right? For a month you have 1% um, effective yield. So 1% of that $200 plus the capital gain and you've, oh. you've made money from both ends, right? It's a trick that billionaires use to you too. You, can, you should be able to use it <laughs> as much as possible. That's amazing. So about dollar savings, what are the core benefits of this solution Fondo has created for individuals? I know Basta just mentioned one now and so, Ares, what's, what's the core benefits of this solution? Okay, so, well, Robertson majorly mentioned everything, but then, obviously, the fact that you don't need a dumb account, right? Yeah. You also don't need to, like, shift your money outside the platform, right? So, you're getting, um, you're getting the ability to also, like, you're getting the ability to create this, um, like, this savings plan, yeah. right? Putting money in another um, currency, a relatively stable currency that is also allowing you to like hedge against, you know, the inflation and like all these other things that would, at least the way Nigeria is now, would affect your money if you just left it like that. Right. Yeah. Plus the fact that you're getting an interest rate that is higher, to be fair, than most naira investments can yeah. give you at this point in time. So, exactly. you know, is it's like win-win. Yeah, I, I think I need to add something to that, okay. and which is more or less like one of the things we are trying to do as much as possible. So, you know, most times when you invest in these euro bonds, I know, and let's say like maturity dates after the maturity, and you want to liquidate your investment, most times you liquidate back to Naira. That's like what's really out there. Yeah. But one of the things we are trying to do is to give you access to preserve that dollars, mm-hmm. even when you don't want to invest it into a dollar dollar wallet yeah. so um, that means that regardless of what whatever kind of and uh, one of the things we are trying to do yeah. right what yeah. when, whenever it comes to any foreign currency investment fondo will be there for you to ensure that even after your liquidation that money can be preserved in yeah. that yeah. same currency that's amazing thank you Obaso. Uh let's move to the technical part of building the fondo dollar savings feature as a ceo and product designer at fondo what was the process like for you the process of creating the interface putting selection and the basic design process so how was it for you yeah so i, I wouldn't say uh as ceo and product designer right okay because um yeah those are like two different things right I, at every point in time you need to know the art you are wearing like to yeah. be sure that you are, you are you are making the right decision Right, so uh, looking at the design and all, we've had there, there is the entire thing that we are trying as much as possible to do, which is even one of the things driving our we designs across like a few things is to be as simple as possible, ten times simpler, right? So if it, um, the the first thing is to understand how it's currently done, looking at compliance, looking at um, third parties where you are going to invest this money in the entire back end structure yeah. then how can you ensure that you erase 90% of the process okay. and you leave maybe 10% of the process or at some point if you can even reduce it to like say 3% of the process and ensure that that's what you are exposing to people right so that was like that was like the initial thing and as much as possible was how can we 
do these things for these people? How can we simplify this thing? How can we relieve them of selecting this, selecting that, and all? And at the end of the day, I think we're able to come up with a four, four, just I think four clicks. Right? You get there, how much do you want to invest? We convert it for you. You don't necessarily have to do the calculations and all. Like you can lock it, and that's that's all, right? Yeah. So, I think it's it's something that was enjoyable because um, at some point. So it's more or less like, oh, let me do this thing. Because I didn't mean this thing is like my unrunner would still be my unrunner, right? Not that my unrunner would be like 98 now. So it was a personal thing. Then it was user-centric. I think uh, we, if not about 50 persons, like I asked like, send them like, this is like what we are trying to do. Are you currently leading your Naira investment? How do you move money from your domiciliary accounts to this? How do you do all of these things? And at the end of the day, we're able to come. So it was interesting. And I think um, it's one of the simplest process of investing in US dollars. Okay, so Iris, as an Android developer, what was your experience building this feature? What was your experience like? Um, so, uh, well, I, I'd like to think that um, when you know a lot of thought is put into the design, yeah. right, of like the experience you're trying to give your users, it's the engineer's um, duty to try and replicate that as yeah. much as possible. Because at the end of the day, people are going to like use your product, exactly. right? And you, you at least everybody, even if it's not that you're a developer, everybody has experience in using products that might be promising you can see the benefits but then it's just maybe there might be like some stress or it might just really be one thing about the whole experience that you're just like oh this is just a pain and then you're not doing it again even though this thing is actually of benefit to you yeah right so what i really tried to do was to try to follow the um the design right the designs in trying to replicate like the design's aim of making the process as simple as possible exactly. right so that is like you you literally if you have the money in your account you literally can create a dollar savings within a minute yes you you actually can yes. a minute and and you know just with within a minute of of like work it may not feel like much but you've actually been able to create this whole new thing for yourself where you're shielded from like um, inflation, you're also getting like really good interest, right? That kind of thing. So I just really tried to um, replicate that flow and then really drive at the aim of making things as simple as possible for users. Awesome. Thanks, um, RS and Obaso, for sharing your knowledge on savings in dollars and how the fund dollar savings feature works. I have a few questions left. Let's take a moment to talk about spending in dollars. A few months ago, Fondo created a virtual dollar card feature for members to spend in dollars. Could you briefly talk about the virtual dollar card and how it works? All right. So, um, just like um, I think I'll, I'll have to sort of um, go back to like one of the things I was trying to say, right? So, which is more or less like there are, there are some things that you do with money, right? And as much as possible. One one of one of those things is you are trying to spend, especially yeah. for middle income and high HNIs. So for 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 businesses, uh, you you see that maybe every month you spend about a thousand US dollars on subscriptions. You are subscribing for days. You are paying for in, uh, your cloud service. You are paying for all of this, and you are doing all of these things. They are largely in US dollars, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, 
the tech ecosystem in Nigeria is largely dependent on foreign support, right? Most of the things we use, AWS, our server, our database, our, um, uh, virtually everything. In fact, where you design Figma is US. Where you code it is, is, is not in Nigeria. Where you host what you, whatever you've coded is not in Nigeria. How you communicate with people is not. So you have all of these things. How you market, right? Exactly. You're marketing to people in Nigeria, but you are using the tools of things that are outside, right? Yeah. So that that's like one of the pain points that okay, how can we there there is this there, there are those set of people, right? Then you have some other people that I want to pay for um some things abroad, I want to pay for my Netflix, like the everyday human. I want to pay for Spotify, I want to pay for Netflix, I want to pay for um HBO, all of these subscriptions that we do at the end of the month. Again, you have to spend dollars. Then you want to leave, take it a bit up notch, right? You want to do fashion, right? You want to pay for things on Amazon. You want to more or less like import from Alibaba, ASOS. There, there are tons of these things, right? That you just have to pay, pay for in years or less. Yeah. And there's not the entire thing, which again, it's 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 a it's not a bug. It's a feature for CBN to ensure that um, you at every point in time, right? That you you have a limit. So you don't put pressure on dollars and all like now to dollar exchange every single time. Yeah. So that was like one of the reasons. Okay, can we if we are preserving dollars for people, we are going to preserve dollars for people by you saving and being able to like store your money, right? Yeah. Can we also allow them spend these dollars where they will want to spend it? Yeah. And that was what led to the entire virtual card need like that. Okay, if I can get a card that is predominantly in US dollars. So that means because the card is in US dollars, I'm not restricted exactly. by the $100 limits of CBN. I'm not restricted based on address, right? Yeah. So there are some websites that will not allow you to pick Nigeria. Exactly. Right? All right, so um, the entire thing is I will not be restricted as a business, right? I will not be restricted like, with the use of US dollars and no. And in a way, it's, um, it also helps me to more or less like, just solve like, all, of, all of the different card headaches that that I have. And as an individual, if I want to pay for, say, Spotify, I want to pay for Netflix and um, fashion, say, Amazon, ASOS, I know it's quite easier for me to just make these payments and um, without so much as you know. So I, I just think that um, the virtual card is more or less like the passport of the world because it opens you up to more or less like spending anywhere without limits and also being able to more or less be limitless, right? You are limitless in terms of um, you can choose your own address, your own um, zip code, your own the name you want on the card. You can choose like app. You can spend like whatever you want and on and on any website that you want. So I think that's that's it about the virtual card. Okay, so I'll ask Aris now. What can you say about the, this feature? What was the developing phase experience? Okay, um, so the first thing I want to say is that. Um, I have I have said before that um, I had a particular feature that was my favorite, and at the time, you know, that was true. But um, at this point in time, this definitely like is my my favorite thing to have. Oh, okay, that's not because of recency bias. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So like the other things are fun. To be fair, like building stuff on Fondor with the unique um, take on UI and, and stuff is really cool. But just the the benefit, right? I, I think is the benefit that that really strikes me the most. Yeah. Because 
with other you know like just getting first of all right just getting a, a card in dollars right that you can use i will not give you a problem at some point in time is in nigeria for normal people is relatively hard yeah. it's hard and god knows that i have suffered in the hands of these people <laughs> <laughs> we'll let we we'll let by god, by god right? but you know then you you're able to you know make the process relatively simple where it's like just three two screens and you're done mm-hmm. right you don't have a cap on how much you, you can spend at some point in time i know i, I believe the limit right now is about a hundred at some point in time it was higher right it dropped yes. to a hundred right and the truth is there was a time it was even like five dollars for some banks <laughs> and, and, and there is the reddish bank that I know. <laughs> so five dollars, their cards are literally useless. Yeah, and then the thing is, usually, especially with people in Nigeria, when you you want to like maybe do something, it might be like say Black Friday, Black Friday or Cyber Monday, where you've been gathering these funds for like the entirety of the year, and then it's like okay, at this point in time, I'm about to go out and do these things. I will sell. I'm going to like buy everything mm-hmm. I can buy. Hundred dollars is not going to help. Exactly. Like hundred dollars will not buy your your Tesla. Eyes. <laughs> I don't have money for Tesla, but, but essentially what I'm saying is yeah. like hundred dollars can't buy anything that you've been you get. But now you have something where that you're you're able to like buy what you want, mm-hmm. whatever that amount is, you're able to buy, you know, and you're you you're, you're not having to. <laughs> lie to the people on the website that your address is somewhere in Washington. Exactly. You know, so it, it's just three, three, three. Like, oh, he, he knows the address. You know, so it's just it's just really really it just simplifies a lot of things because God knows personally and even like with people I know who have tried to make purchases, maybe it might just be on like PlayStation because there are people yeah. who use PlayStation, there are people who use like all these other things. Right? It, it's relatively difficult. Someone might try to use them. Um, PayPal or they try to use some other dollar card and then connect it. It's, it's always been like this. Cycle. Really, yes. In this fact, at some point, to, sorry to cut you. At some point, right? There were experts, right? Dollar conversion experts. Now that you have to pay, they will tell you that. Oh, do you want to pay for your PayPal? Pay for this? Pay for that? Then they will charge you. I can remember for uh, for um, forgotten this. There was this exam um, that CFA. Yes. Like a guy just came to meeting that hey guy, do you want to pay for TFA? It's one thousand something dollars or not. That uh, your card they might not accept it, uh, but I will charge you hundred dollars. I was like, guy, you are charging, <laughs> <laughs> you are charging hundred dollars. Just pay one five. And same thing with Amazon, right? I know guys that um, for Alibaba, yes, they are they are experts. They help you make the payment and they make their own cut. You see that kind of thing, but you know now you can literally leave all of that serious yeah. of the article and, and just make the payments, and, and it is it is so it is just so convenient. Now that I think about it, like it is just it's just really because, for example, I, I tend to play a lot of video games, right? And then up until say maybe around we built this um this, this feature, maybe yeah. even going this back, there were games that. You would see PlayStation come and say, "Oh, it's twenty five percent off now. It's fifty percent off." Are doing promo? And you're just looking at you're just looking at the promo because you can't do anything. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it, it was so painful, but you know there's convenience now. No. You know, just being, I think, other than the fact that I can use the feature, knowing that to some extent I hand in hand in, like yeah. it is, is something it's, of pride for me. So wow. like, it's really cool. Okay. So lastly, um, Obasa Anaris. What advice would you give to fund who are still skeptical about saving and spending in dollars? 
Uh, do you want to start with Aries? Okay, yes, he's, doing, he's the god of war. He's, <laughs> he's the one with the wisdom. Let me start with Aries then. No, it's nothing like that, but I just... I don't know, I think... Okay, so when I maybe started properly into the job market, right, I, I think I really became conscious of my money. Yeah. In, in the sense that, you know, you're, you're not just responsible for yourself anymore. You're responsible for yes. other people, you know. You're, you you have to not just think about what your life is now, but what your life can be in like 10 years or 20 years now. Yeah. Like. So, you know, you can't just, you, you can't relinquish like the what happens to your money and just say, yeah, I'm, I'm getting money, I'm putting it somewhere, you know, yeah. it is what it is. You, you have to sit down and think, okay, in 20 years, I, I think this is what like wealth managers do for like really rich people. Yeah. Where yeah. They sit down and they think, oh, in 20 years time, I want to have this. You, you seen us, you don't get money like that. You, know? <laughs> you have to think about... But you have money, yes. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have money and I definitely don't have that kind of money. You know? Okay, you don't so, have the Tesla money yet. No, I don't have the money in Jesus' name. But you know, like, at that point in time, until that time, I'm my own yeah. wealth manager, you know, and everybody, yeah. for the most part, most of us are wealth managers. You have to sit down and think, okay, in 20 years time you know what do i want to do mm-hmm. and then you now have to like weigh your options what's available to you now you know you look at maybe nine investments and obviously you have to have some exposure to yeah. this because you still you predominantly spend money in naira but then see the money that you know you're not going to use you're making money maybe you're able to live off like with everything you have to do you're able to live off like 60 70 percent of your money you're able to have maybe like an emergency fund yeah. like maybe naira because you know anything can come up the rest like you can't just leave it there mm-hmm. yeah. like this is money that if you were to put into something that you know inflation doesn't affect as much and oh, yeah. is able to bring you better returns than most things that like you can do in naira and then maybe like by the time you run the calculations 10 10 years down the line will provide you like a very solid safety cushion that yeah. you know maybe by the time you're 40 you don't necessarily have to sort them like yeah, allow like Lagos on to be beating you <laughs> and then be <laughs> jumping down and down for anyhow mm-hmm. you know those kind of things so you know it's just interesting we all have to like think about these things so I think you know until no truth is nobody can do it for you you have to make the decision yeah. to do it yourself and I think Fondo has really simplified that. So you just have to, the major thing is just having to like take that decision. Okay, so, so, over to you. So. Yeah, so I, I don't know where to start. The God of War has somehow so well dropped all the wisdom. Yeah. Uh, don't leave us, don't leave us. <laughs> all right, so uh, I, I think money is, is a thing we barely talk about, right? And if you at all want to build wealth, it's, it's a conversation you have to have with yourself intentionally, right? The most important thing in our lives, no, not necessarily the most important things, allegedly, right? Yeah. It's more or less like money. So mm-hmm. if, if I could if I could cut in, in yeah. that aspect, I think most what, what most of us crave isn't really money per se, it's freedom, mm-hmm. right? Freedom to do whatever you want. You just don't want like people, you, you want freedom over your time, you want to be able to control yeah. your time. And I feel like money, money is the yeah. tool right to get that freedom so. exactly exactly so uh, so um as Aris has said it right there is this financial freedom or financial independence right that's it's somewhat uh, somewhat out there and it's quite interesting because our generation is quite different mm-hmm. i mean millennials and generation z we think differently we are not this sort of people that want to work till we have 60 70 right no. so we are trying as much as possible to make all we can 
But as much as we want to make that, capitalism has also, in a way, has been able to catch up with us, right? So, as much as you are making money, there's so just so many things that you have to spend this money exactly. on. Everything around you is saying spend, 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 right? There, you have more access to go to Dubai to go and party. Like, if you think if you make a millionaire today, I want to do a party. There are restaurants in Lagos that will spend that money for you yes, in a city, right? Or like say. 10, 10, 30 years ago, right? Yeah. When there is just a go club, tennis club, and everything somewhat planned and all of that, right? So, we, you have to be quite intentional about things, right? Regardless of how much you are making, the value of Naira now is not the same as what it was when our parents, they were earning money, right? Yeah. They were earning... A, a clerk, a clerical staff could buy a pojo that time. Four or five... Um, five oh four and all, right? They could they could afford some of these French cars, yeah. right? But now, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite hard for you to say, oh yes, you know, you know, you now have like two point five three million saved up to to buy a car, buy a car. right? Yeah. So that means that you, you have to be as intentional as possible, right? About today, so there are two sides to it. You want to live your best life today, and you want to plan for your future. So what? We have been able to do at Formula is to build features around or products around living your best life today by spending, managing, and growing your money, and also growing um, like planning for your future, right? So in a way, I, I think you just have to be quite intentional, and while doing that, you have to set goals. Yeah. It's super important. If you are saving up money and that money is not tied to anything, you end up spending it. Yeah. So you need to know that this is what I want to be. Create a future for yourself. This is who I, I want to be. This is the financial freedom, right? Um, not to speak a lot of French, right? Yeah. <laughs> On this podcast, there's you want to give that middle finger, right? To 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 like a lot of things. I just say, yeah, leave it. I, I just want to live my life, <laughs> yeah. right? I just want to like <laughs> three hundred and sixty-five days vacation. Yeah. Like that's what I want to do. So if you're able to create that picture that is not too far away for yourself, break it down into actionable things, smart things, things that are measurable, right? Things that you can easily tick off, like your scale, that, okay, in 10 years, this is how much I want to have. In 15 years, this is like how much, I, this is what I want to do. This is the kind of life I want for my kids. This is, those are like the things that private world managers, um, uh, private offices, they do for h right? So you can easily, Put paper to pencil. Say this is like what you want to do. Then there are features on front door that will help you see this vision. You can easily go there and say, okay, this is like how much I want to be making when I when I retire. On retirement plan, you enter how much and it breaks it down to how much you need to save today. Mm -hmm. So in the way you have a picture of what your future should look like, how you should plan for your future, and intentionally start doing all of these things. If you know you want to give us to take it. Can be as little as you dropping, dividing how much you spend on airtime into two, mm. splitting that money into three of your kids, mm. and decide to buy airtime for them, right in the future. Mm. And that is it. Like you are setting that hundred naira, two hundred naira aside, and before you know it, they are in say a stable currency that, mm. and in an investment where you earn considerable amount of money, and you are you are as much as possible you are going to like have that future for yourself. And, enjoy it in, in the future. So, 
I think um, as Gen Cs and millennials, as much as we all want to go to Dubai to do the most important <laughs> things right there now, like um, go on vacations, uh, vacations, all of those vacations that we end up <laughs> end up having, right? You also need to be as intentional as possible about your future and try to paint that future. Like you, uh, there's this meme where they paste the picture of Lord Meme. A lot, lot, uh, feature, right? And they say, Oh, feature, I've failed you whenever they do this. As much as possible, paint your future too. Now, not the feature that I have to say, right? Paint your future every morning. Don't go and look at it. And whenever you make the wrong decision, look at it and say, Guy, a 40 year old, oh, that's why I failed you today, right? And yeah. in a way to make you see your future and plan better for it. All right, thank you, Obaso. Thank you, Ares, for coming into this um, session and it was amazing. I really enjoyed myself and I really learned a lot. Um, today podcast is sponsored by Fondo. Do download the app. Go to your Play Store, your iOS device and also download the app. There are lots of features on the app. Or we just spoke about a dollar's savings and also the virtual dollar card. Create a virtual dollar card. Uh, save in dollars and do all we've spoken about on this today's uh, podcast till we see you next time it's your girl jane bye the lifestyle pod is brought to you by on 